This is the Brown Boy Wonders Podcast. Welcome to the Brown Boy Wonders Podcast. In today's episode, it's all about the recent WWE cuts from this past week. Uh, before we do that, let me introduce our special guest here. Uh, our first guest is from our top five video games. It's Daniel. Yes. Hello. It's me again for the third time now. The third time now. Uh, yeah, I think it's the third time. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I, I did okay. nothing today, so I have no I have no color commentary to add. That's fine. That's fine to me, man, because our second guest, he's been in many episodes. Here's Skyler. I have been in the same number of episodes that Daniel has been in. That is that is true. I'm trying to hype you up. You guys, yours were yours were better than mine. Also, (laughs) you introduced uh, him from top five video games. I was also in top five video games. Uh, You were also top top five comedies. You know that's uh, that's why I said many episodes. You know what? While we're talking about episodes we've been on, haven't been on. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about how this this (laughs) pardon my language this motherfucker right here. (laughs) We just started. Come on. This this guy he's he's doing he's doing uh weekly updates on the Jets this year for uh for football right yes sir um and uh uh who who were you recording with your uh I was recording with my uh cousin from cousin, the Garden State uh, yeah your cousin um and he couldn't make it uh for this week's whatever um so or the last episode so uh naturally you called uh daniel who does not watch football regularly i don't watch football like at all um where, where you could have called me you could have called steven also from the video games episode uh but but why didn't you abrar was it because you knew that we were gonna cook your ass over the jets loss is that why no i just saw that daniel was online i was like you know what uh let me just get him in for the oh, audience see, that's my secret. Home, I'm always online. For the audience listening at home, I want you to know that Abrar did not call us because he was going to get razzed <laughs> as soon as soon as that Aaron Rodgers injury happened. You're like, I'm not talking to my friends ever again. <laughs> I know for a fact. No, no, I don't think like that because I know the Jets are going to beat the Patriots this week. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. He, he did. He did play. also. He's been consistent on that. He did also say that when we were talking about how they got their. But well, here's the, the thing. Cow- the here's the thing, and this is not a football episode. But here's the okay. thing: um, can the Jets beat the Patriots? Yeah, maybe, probably. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Uh, but Abrar's going to say that every week for all. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't do that. I'm not a delusional Jets fan. Maybe I am, but <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not, but maybe I am. <laughs> all right, let let let's move on from football. <laughs> Genuinely, Abrar, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say this because you're a good friend of mine. Um, yeah. uh, I would love nothing more than for the Jets to go all the way just to see how happy that would make you. That would that would be great. I would love it. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. But I would that... also love it for them to go really far and then choke at the end. I would also love it uh, if they just did horrible. Uh-huh. Um, and again, because you're my friend and all these reactions I can get from you, um, they're great. So, do, thank do you. A, do another butt fumble, but in the Super Bowl. Hey, I taught you that. Yeah, he taught me this. But he told me the butt fumble. You didn't know about the butt fumble. I watched no, I the don't. butt fumble live. That was a that was a Thanksgiving game. 
That was All a right. game on Thanksgiving. I was yeah. in New York when that happened. Yeah, I threw my pillow when I that happened. But let's uh, let's <laughs> let's wrestling wrestling wrestling. So this episode is about wrestling, and it's about the recent WWE cuts. But before we go into that, I got some few questions for you guys. You guys ready? Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh-oh. Oh boy! Right. The first question I have is, how do you book from all what's surrounding WrestleMania? Oh, this is gonna be know, with the Rock with all that. How do you guys book the main event of WrestleMania 40? Um, so that's really interesting uh, because obviously, uh, since last WrestleMania where uh, Cody failed to finish the story, we've all been kind of like, well, I guess next Mania is the year for Cody, right? Because we all we're all in agreement that to finish the story, Cody has to beat. Roman. He can't take Seth's title. Yeah, that or, doesn't count. Or whoever will have Seth's title come the time of Mania. He that one that's not finishing the story. That's that's the third place prize because Roman has one and two. Arguably fourth. Yeah, well, since Roman introduced I, I haven't been watching week to week for a bit, so it, is he still carrying all three belts or does he just have the one now? No, he just has the golden undisputed uh title i mean that's okay. that's the right move because yeah, it's not well, like i mean obviously in wrestling one big powerful dude carrying tons of belts it's a really cool look but there's a difference between like kenny omega be the belt collector having you know the world titles from a bunch of different companies and then when roman reigns had a bunch of belts it was all the same belt yeah in but different was, colors but it was just three different like it was all the same championship, it just took up three belts. Yeah. So I mean that's it's funny, I love it. But um, it's I'm glad that he's just carrying the one now. It's a bit more honest, I think. Um, but anyways, yeah, we we were all kind of like, okay, it's gonna be Cody next year, and then <laughs> The Rock showed up last week, and electrifying. Uh, um, and and don't get me wrong, all right. I've had my ups and downs with Dwayne, all right? I'm not I'm not a diehard Dwayne fan that will side with him on everything, right? But okay. um but whenever he comes back to WWE, I think it's a genuinely great thing. Um I agree. Uh, I, I agree cuz then he's not uh in movies. Ayo. Hey. Okay, uh come on. Okay, go ahead. I, I can't say anything. <laughs> No, uh, his um, recent movies are like, eh, but his back-in-the-day movies, come on. Yeah, The Rundown, Walking <laughs> Tall. Name Green Iron one. Gang. Okay, fine, he can name another one. Anyways, uh, um, so The Rock shows up, and immediately everyone's like, well, sorry, Cody, this is what we've been waiting for for five years. I kind of said out loud when it happened, I was like, oh. now he shows up? We've we've been wanting Roman versus Rocket Mania for like five goddamn years, and now when it's just we've all basically given up, and it's just like all right, he's not showing up. We're in on this Cody thing. It's gonna be Cody to finish the story next year. We wanted it last year, but it didn't happen. Now it's next year, and then this writers and actors strike happened. Rock's got nothing else to do. He's like, oh okay, now I'll do it. It's like God damn it. I can, now the world has gotten bad enough that I can go back to wrestling. Yeah, but your, orig- your original question, Abrar, was 
how would you book Mania 40? Yeah. Um, and obviously you're like, okay, Rock's here. We can do it now. But uh, recent news is that the writers and actors strike uh, might be ending soon-ish. Not soon, but soon-ish. They're coming to the table to talk. Yeah. So the last thing I heard was it would it would be either like the next day or two, or it would last until the end of the year. Like they're yes. coming to a table soon, and if that doesn't go through, then it's going to be another, you know, six months or whatever. Yeah, it's it, it could it could come to an end, but you never know. Well, I I especially am not sure about if the strike were to last till the end of the year, right? Would that leave the Rock schedule open enough to do Mania at the beginning of April, right? According to when he was on the Pack and McAfee show, he said uh, he can make his schedule open. Yeah, he okay. I believe he can. But he's proven for five years that he fucking won't. Yeah, he absolutely will not. <laughs> like, he, he just won't show up. If he thinks he can go make a movie, he will do that 100%. It doesn't even have to be a good one. He'll do Jumanji, too. Match. And, and I wonder, and I'm, again, I'm not ragging on The Rock. I don't want to come off of this being like, oh, I hate The Rock. Because I don't. Don't like his movies a lot. But whatever. Um, I wonder if part of the reason that he doesn't wouldn't want to do a mania match is like he doesn't think i mean ring rust right he hasn't his last match was uh it was it was against eric rowan at yeah, WrestleMania, that, but that, that, was, that i wouldn't count that that was 2016 yeah so that was like what seven years ago yeah and it was three seconds long it was a rock bottom he hit his finisher. That was the match. The most yeah. moves he did was taking off uh, his clothes to show his gear. That was pretty cool. If you were there live, that was pretty cool. Uh, which I was. And so to be was fair, there, though, and a bra was not. Uh, I did not. I was not there. That's true. Uh, to be fair, though, I mean, The Rock, like his his wrestling style isn't like super acrobatic or anything, and he's still clearly in really good shape. So I, I think he'd be able to do the majority of his stuff without too much warm up. He could. He could. He could do um, the basics. And you know what? I advocate for it. I want it. I want to see him versus Roman. I think it should happen. But you got to wonder if there's like that question of ego where he's like, if I don't come out looking awesome, I don't want to do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're saying if he has that match, he'll win. Well, that's another fear. <laughs> but the uh, question was, how do you guys book the main event? Uh, um, how do I really book it, or how do I just like completely fantasy book it? I mean, how do you book it? That's, I'll, yeah, I'll give you time to think, uh, and I'll and I'll tell you mine because it's stupid. Uh, here here's what we do: we do it a we do a one of them their cinematic matches. Put a oh. put a ring in the middle of some island. We say it's Samoa. All right, it does it doesn't have to actually be because the only people. <laughs> The only people who will know for sure will be the people who are there. Uh, just say it's say it's Samoa. Have every person who's in the extended bloodline just around the ring. It's a lumberjack bloodline match. Uh, 
on 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 the the beautiful crystal seas of Samoa. That'd be crazy. Yeah, and then also all the full cast of the Fast and Furious is there for no reason. I was gonna say I was gonna say uh, a Fast and Furious match where, um, uh, to win you have to get in a zooped up car and run over your opponent. You have to hit the Nas. Hey, that's um, I I don't know about that, but yeah, this this is how I would book it. If the Rock is gonna show up, do a night one at WrestleMania. Let him lose to Roman Reigns. Pass the torch and then lose to Cody Rhodes the next night. I yeah. guess I guess that's the best compromise, right? Because yeah. if he doesn't all, make it oh, to Mania, is there yeah. someplace else that he would wrestle Roman and it would feel as big? Absolutely not. Or is it or is it for sure like we have to wait till Mania for this? It'll have to be like at a Saudi show. <laughs> Why? Because well, where the because money, Daniel. Yeah, um, money. That's true too. That either that or a limousine chamber in Australia. They just announced that they're not going to do it at Australia. There is a Saudi show coming up, like in October, and I wouldn't be surprised if The Rock goes there. I don't think he'll wrestle there. Hmm. All right. But he'll get paid like four million dollars to make an appearance and say, "If you smell what the what the Rock is." Saudi Arabia. Uh, so you guys agree with my booking, well, I guess? I, I, I do, because like I was going to say, I, it's the best case scenario because, um, one, you have The Rock. You need to have Rock versus Roman. Not Rock versus Roman versus Cena in a triple threat. Not mm-hmm. Roman and Solo versus Rock and Jay. Although that would be a pretty good match. Um, yeah. Jay's no, coming it, up there as a big star in Raw. Yeah, so. it's 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 gotta be Rock versus Roman because Roman has been the guy for three years, a long time now. Yeah. yeah, like even before he was undisputed, whatever champion or Universal Champion for a thousand days, he he's like ever since he came back from his uh, most recent leukemia battle. He's been the guy, I think. When he came yeah. back and he and he speared uh, the fiend and Strowman uh, during the, the pandemic, uh, twenty twenty, in the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. That was that was him becoming the guy, and, yeah. and he became a Paul Heyman guy at the same time. Yeah, that was crazy. Because obviously, for WWE, he's been the guy way longer than that, but he hasn't been the fans' guy. Mm-hmm. Now I think. Just about every WWE fan, because you're going to have your people that only watch AEW or New Japan or whatever that are going to shit on Roman because that's what you do with tribalism. But um, as someone who watches all of it, yeah, uh, uh, Roman's the guy. Like, come on. Um, yeah. So Rock versus Roman has to happen. But at the same time, you can't wait a whole nother year to pull the trigger on Cody. We brought Cody back. The fans love Cody. Roman will leave eventually, right? Like, that's his plan? Yeah, I'm thinking when he loses the titles, I think he's going to retire. I mean, yeah, I I think so. I think... I mean, what more can Roman do? Nothing. You want to say... Because, like, the, the, the... what people say is that he wants to start like a acting career 
And you never know how that's going to go for a wrestler. It could go any way. Yeah. Like, who would have thought Batista could do what he did, right? But, I mean... He's an actor. If that's what Roman wants to do. Um, but you, you got to pull the trigger on Cody. You can't wait a whole nother year. Because, like, they're in this weird spot with Cody now, the way that they've decided to do the story, the unfinished story, where he he didn't get Roman's title at Mania. And now if you give him any other title, it's just like doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't, not at all. It's it's all it's all runner up prize. If he if you take Seth's title, well then Seth's title is truly second place. If you give him yeah. the US title, who cares? If you give him the IC title, who cares other than Gunther? Um mm-hmm. uh unless he like manages someone, but I don't see that happening. They 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 can't they cannot let Cody fall to the mid card, and if they don't pull the trigger on him soon ish, then that's what's gonna happen. And then then why did Cody even come back, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that like, oh, Cody's not gonna win the world title, why'd he even come back? But you know who is saying that? Cody. That's literally what he's been saying since he left the Yeah, that's Cody. like his whole <laughs> that's his whole thing. That's his whole the whole reason he showed up, and and really the only like big win that he's gotten, uh, in terms of like doing things that he wouldn't have been allowed to before, was that he beat Brock in their like the, their feud. Yeah, the Lesnar but feud. really the only like the coolest part of that feud was that Brock like acknowledged him after the fact, and that wasn't even scripted. That was just Brock being a cool, nice guy because he's actually he's actually a very nice man. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, he- Brock famously, if he likes you, he likes you, and if he doesn't yeah, like honestly, you, you're Matt Riddle. If if oh, we're gonna oh. if we're gonna like spurn Cody and not do WrestleMania, probably put it on. You just put him in a team with Brock and have them like do fun stuff together. Because why not? He's got to yeah. do something. Yeah. Well, they, they could they could let Co- Cody win at. SummerSlam against like, Roman. Yeah, I I think you could you could let Cody win at SummerSlam or maybe Survivor Series. That that'd be kind of big, but but nothing's gonna be as big as WrestleMania, obviously. Avi, Avi. All um, right. So so yeah. So to wrap it up, the only way I can perceive it is uh, Roman beats The Rock night one and then uh, Cody beats Roman night two. I was thinking maybe a triple threat match, but no, nah, see that then that ruins Roman and Rock, I think. They're, they're yeah. in a very tricky position. Yeah. Um, which uh, the people who get paid to make this work should make it work. Not well, me, because I don't know what I'm talking about. That's okay, yeah. because well, our I mean, next... Who's, who's Cody feuding with right now? Currently, mm, he's, like, floating around on well, Raw. He, he's, he's, like, kind of, like, buddies with um, Sam Owens. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, uh, they're doing that thing where C- Cody and Sammy think uh, Jey Uso is an alright dude, and, and Kevin's like, y'all kidding me? Jey Uso yeah. did some horrible shit. 
And then yeah. and then everyone's like, well, Kevin, you know who else, who else did horrible shit to their friends? You, <laughs> dude. For yeah. for actual years, my man. But anyways, we we have discussed uh, Roman and Cody and The Rock for like twenty minutes straight. Let's get to the actual point of this episode, right, Abar? Well, before we do that, I have two more questions. Um, oh my god, that's another know. 20 minutes each. <laughs> that's an hour before we even start the episode. Uh, one, one second. We'll never right, get we'll, try to, we'll try to keep this one shorter. Who should be the main star of AEW's Collision? Oh. Samoa uh, Joe. Yeah, probably Joe. Or yeah, Edge, I guess, if he shows up. I don't know if that rumor is still a thing. Uh, Not really. The Edge rumor? Yeah, well, that he would go over to AEW. We'll see. He was talking about for a while. Certain pal of his just picked up some gold tonight. That's yes, true. Sir. Yes, sir. Um, I, honestly, here's what I would do, uh, and I'll, I'll be short on it because we don't want to go an hour. Um, is I would just make Collision the Ring of Honor show, and I would put all the Ring of Honor champions over there and have them do stuff. Because uh, right now, unironically, and not to you know downplay the uh, the AEW champions, but currently, I think Ring of Honor has the better champions. They uh, do. Dash Shibata. Yeah. Um, Cesaro. No, not Cesaro. No, no, Cesaro. no. Eddie Kingston just won. Eddie Kingston, yeah. So, yeah, they have a lot of good starts there. I can see a Ring of, Ring of Honor collision show. It's already I mean, got the right color branding. Like, they're both red. So, so, so obviously, uh, Collision was made to be the where we send CM Punk so he doesn't fight everybody. Yeah. yeah, and now Punk's gone. So what do we do with it? But we do still have a bunch of people that were like not getting along with other people, right? Like there was all that. And again, I don't know who started what or who's what. Allegedly, right? I, I this is no insider knowledge, but like there was trouble between like Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, and like Andrade was unhappy with stuff and like. He fought yeah. somebody one time, and then uh, I think Miro said he was unhappy with something. Although Miro is doing stuff now, so I don't know. Um, but like, we still have people that we can put on the island that is Collision and be like, "Here's where you get to play." You know what I mean? Yeah, leave it could F- be. FTR it could be anybody's show. If you leave FTR over there, they can't. Uh, you know. Yeah, but unfortunately, right now, or pull out firearms allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Uh, the problem with that though is that right now they're they're the AEW champ. Like they could be on Collision, I guess, but like they're the AEW champions uh, for tag team, and MJF and Adam Cole are the Ring of Honor champions. Yeah. Which honestly, I would swap that. Mm. Uh, that should have been, but I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. Samoa Joe's a, or sorry, Eddie's a, a double champion right now because he's also in New Japan. New Japan strong, yeah. What a king. Love that man. He's a king stun. A king stun? Well, our next question yes, is sir. it's a fun one. Oh boy. Uh, who has the best dance? Daniel Garcia or Prince Nana? Prince Nana. I, okay, I'm very partial to Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia isn't it? It's just one move. Yeah, but it makes me laugh every time. Yeah. And then Tony Khan did it. Yeah, he did it really bad, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's the best, because he's the dad. He, he's, he he's danced the dad. like a dad. Somehow, despite being younger than half the roster, he is the dad. Now, Prince Nana's good. Don't get me wrong. But uh, 
just just uh when Daniel Garcia got eliminated from the battle royal and then he danced his way all the way up the ramp. I do feel like and this is almost separate from the dance, but I do feel like uh, Daniel Garcia is just the dance at this point. Yeah, he's leaning full into it. It's like I'm not saying Prince Nana is better than Daniel Garcia because like he's just a manager, but I mean, he's a good manager, I guess. Um, But like if you see something about Daniel Garcia on on x.com it's 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 just him doing the dance and you're like oh wow cool thanks <laughs> <laughs> well now let's get down to the gritty nitty gritty the gritty Not, i can do the gritty by the way do it right now I do it right you. now on this audio podcast okay okay the the nitty it's about the WWE cuts. So, a few weeks ago, the WWE and the UFC have merged together in a humongous deal worth up to $21 billion. This merger is known as TKO. According to TalkSport.com, TKO is going to serve more than 1 billion young and diverse fans, reaching viewers in 180 countries, 180 qu- uh, countries and producing more than 300 50 annual live events due that's to the mer- that's a lot are you gonna watch all of them no because we've been talking before about how you watch like 50 hours of wrestling a week yeah which is verging on addiction i think i i agree but I, yeah i, still, I gotta yeah. i still don't know where you find the time i genuinely have no idea how you do it you just make the time you know but due to the merger wwe recently made the cuts including on-screen talents. And uh, we're going to list that list, and we're going to see... We're going we're gonna to figure out where they're going to go next, either not wrestling, either to AEW, to New Japan, to Impact, or to whatever. And, so, and, and as we list all these people that were essentially fired, yeah. just, just think about that large amount of money. The huge money they just They made. just got. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing like getting like a couple billion dollars and then thinking now is the time for budget cuts. Yeah, well, because it made sense at first, uh, not when they weren't cutting talent, they were just cutting like people in the back offices because it was like, okay, well, your two companies coming together, some of these positions are redundant, and like that sucks, but that is the reality of how this works. Yeah, but it, but then you start cutting you like on screen talent. It's like, didn't y'all just cut like? It felt like a hundred people in the last year. Like I, I can't be wrong on that. I think they were pretty close, if not over a hundred people. I, I, before we get to the to the actual like list list, I just want to quickly mention. I'm gonna put on my hater cap. And here I am. I'm putting on my haters cap. Now I'm a hater right now. Are you ready? Hater cap. Hater cap alert. I've always had right. my hater cap on. So we let go all these people, and you brought Nia Jax back. And you brought Nia Jax back. Yeah, I guess Come technically on, they also man. brought back John Cena and and The Rock, but like. Come on, man! All right, here's the list. Here's the th- people want to see John Cena. People want to see The Rock. Yeah. Who wants? All right, I'm gonna let that go. All right, I'll let it go. The list is or are is our my guy, my homeboy, Mustafa Ali, Emma, Rick Boogs. Aaliyah, Elias, Riddick Moss, Top Dalla, 
Shelton Benjamin, Rudy Moe, Dolph Ziggler, Dana Brooke, Monsoor, Mace, Quincy Elliott, Dabakato, The Dancing Shanky. <laughs> and uh, we got, they're, they were on, they're not on TV, but they're like uh, backups of NXT. You got Kevin Ventura Cortez, Brian, Brian, uh, Bryson Montana, Daniel MacArthur. So those are the well, guys. Daniel, Daniel MacArthur uh, hadn't debuted yet. He had just been signed. He was an NCAA uh, football. Oh yes, he was star. part of that. He was part of that uh, the sports recruitment thing, right? Yeah. So he hadn't actually debuted. So they just cut. Um, so I guess they just basically canceled his contract. They were like, "Hey, yeah. actually, we don't want to use you." Uh, yeah. Which I guess makes sense. I don't know. Um, which uh, which release surprised you the most? Dolph Ziggler. Dolph. Yeah, it's definitely Dolph. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's insane to me. I mean. On paper, you look at Dolph, and it's just like this. This guy, they're never gonna let him be world champion again or anything. It's, no. What do we do with him? We give him a mid card title? No. But and and I've never vocally been the biggest fan of Dolph Ziggler, like as a character, but as a wrestler, he's always been great. He's always been like pretty amazing, and and he's always been consistent and very reliable in this company and for someone who's been around for like what 15 more than 15 years i'll I'll give you this all this all the stats right now ready 19 years straight with the with the one company 19 years 1554 tv matches he had 38 pay-per-view wins one time money bank winner two-time world heavyweight champion six-time ic champion Two-time U.S. champion, four-time tag team champion, and in his recent run-ish last year, he was the NXT champion. Yeah, that NXT championship that. thing was weird to me. That yeah, that well, one they're definitely. Just, they're doing it with Becky right now too, where they're yeah, just like, that, "Oh, this person probably should have had this title before, and they didn't, so we're just going to send them back there." Yeah, I'm not going to make the excuse for Becky. I'm not going to say it's okay for Becky and not okay for Dolph because it's definitely weird. It's weird. It's both definitely times. one of those things where you look back at her like career and you're like, oh yeah, she totally should have been NXT champion, but she wasn't. And that sucks. But it's weird that she's them. the horsewoman that didn't get it. All yeah. things considered. Well, well, what's he, it's also weird. They did it with Charlotte also, but she was NXT champion. But they sent her back. Yeah, that was like a an attempt to get people to watch NXT. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what this is. If this is the same thing, I mean, it seems like it. But she's. Becky Lynch is doing a world world tour over their title, so they're doing something with it. I guess to get more eyes on the on NXT. But all uh, I know is is that Tiffany Stratton was champion, and people seem to really like her. And so, what do you do? You you stop that. You put a stop to that. You put it on Becky, who everyone loves. Becky, I love Becky. Yeah, I don't know that having the NXT championship really does anything for Becky other than tick a box. You no, know what I mean? Well, it doesn't do anything for Becky. It does everything for that NXT championship, I guess. Yeah, well, it does, it's, it'll be cool, I guess, for whoever takes it off her eventually, assuming she doesn't just be like, oh, well, I don't want this anymore. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, I can see Tiffany moving up on the main roster soon, but uh, what do you think uh, Dolph Ziggler is going to end up next? I think AEW has got to make the most sense just because his brother's already there. Yeah. Like Ryan Nemeth is already there, and he just won his fight against CM Punk backstage. 
<laughs> well, uh, so I could see them sort of working together over there because we tried we tried the brothers thing with the what was it the Sabins and that just like didn't work out. Yeah, the the Sidels. That's that's what. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so why not? Like Dolph Ziggler's a really good wrestler. I, he doesn't get probably the props that he deserves because he's not. I don't know. He he's definitely not like all time main event best people ever. But like he does good work. He's one of the best bumpers out there. Is yeah, it annoying yeah. when he skins the cat thirteen times in one Royal Rumble? Yes. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Very very annoying. Terrible even. Uh, I, but he's very talented, and, I, and he's definitely nowhere near retiring if he wants to continue wrestling. No. So His most memorable moment or match was when he won the Survivor Series match with the, uh, when Sting came out. Remember that? No. <laughs> I guess you it wasn't that oh, memorable. Yeah, no, 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 no. Of course. That was the Team Cena versus Team Authority. Yeah. And, and well, what a bro is referring to, his most memorable moment. Dolph Ziggler was completely unconscious and uh, Sting draped Dolph's arm over an also unconscious Seth Rollins to win the Survivor Series match. Oh, you I would do say remember that's that. more memorable than that. his uh, Money in the Bank cash-in? Uh, I, I guess both are. Who did he cash in on? Was that well, that, was, Del Rio? Uh, that was Del Rio. Yeah. I mean, that that's I think that's still touted as one of like the biggest crowd pops of the last, you know, decade or so for sure uh also i think one of the biggest ones is elias yeah, yeah that's, that one that one's that's, weird yeah it, it, it's not super surprising i guess because he was he was super over for a really long time to the point because he would just like come out and talk mess about whatever town he was in and wouldn't even have a match and people would love him yeah uh, like i remember we went to a show and he was just like texas sucks and we were like yeah it does yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um he didn't even have a, a match or anything, and it was one of the better parts of that show. Um, so he's definitely really over, but then they started doing all the just like, for lack of a better word, WWE stuff with him, where they were like, and now you're your brother Elijah or whatever, and your cousin, other e name. And it's like, bro, stop. <laughs> like, he's a talented wrestler, he's a, a good musician, people love him. I mean, Walk with Elias was a thing for like, what two years or something and people yeah. never got bored of it like he, what are we doing he, he did confirm that he is his younger brother ezekiel so that so that no. myth of ezekiel no. still there no that's crazy i can't believe that he would spoil that um yeah I, I wish he kept it i i think they really spilled their spaghetti with him i think uh i also don't think he's done where do you know he i'm gonna i okay this might sound like an insult Ooh. But he's got impact written all over him. I, I agree. agree. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually I agree. agree. I, I totally agree. Okay, uh, that's not meant as an insult. There's some good stuff in impact. There no, is. I just I see just, him doing good stuff. Like, look for it because there's other like music based wrestlers in impact right now. You got like Mickey James and stuff. I guess Jeff Jarrett's in AEW, but he's just kind of I don't know what he's doing. If anything, Jeff Jarrett's proved he can go wherever he wants, whenever he wants. That's true. I honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if he still shows up on. I don't watch Impact, so he could very, very well still be showing up on Impact regularly, and I wouldn't know. I can see Elias and Rick Boogs as a tag team in Impact. Why Rick? Bo oh, because he'd also did the guitar thing for a while. Because they yeah. forgot that they had Elias. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, 
Yeah, they 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 replaced Elias with Rick Boogs. Yeah, and made him do Shinsuke's intro. They were like, oh, God, we got all these people that we don't know what to do with. Ah, oh, man, let's put Rick Boogs playing Shinsuke's <laughs> Both um, over. Almost? Like, it wasn't bad. No, Elias, Elias really could have been... Did he ever win... A mid card title that that wasn't the twenty four seven championship. I want to say United States title, but I'm not sure. Oh, that might be right. That sounds kind of right. It sounds right, but I don't think it is. But 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 but, but uh, the the I'm stuttering. I'm so heartbroken about Elias. The, the mid card titles in WWE are in this weird spot. And have been for a long time, where at any point they can just feel totally useless. Yeah, I can confirm he never won anything in WWE. He was a four time 24 7 champion. He won a Slammy Award and he was a WWE year. He got a a year end award for Breakout Superstar of the Year in 2018. That's all he got, according to Wikipedia, which I guess may not be. Slammies and year end mean absolutely nothing. Yeah, but, but, um, well, and so did 24 7 for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Does that still exist? Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, what's her name? Nikki Cross. Nick, yeah, Nikki Cross threw it in a garbage can, or threw it next to a garbage can. <laughs> she missed it. <laughs> yeah, she missed. She missed the garbage can. There you go, Nikki. And uh, and it, and it's gone. She yeah. was the last champion. Well, I'm glad she can put that on her resume. <laughs> but uh, who is also 24/7 champion? Shelton Benjamin. That that kind of pisses me off that they released him. They yeah. could have done, yeah. I'm telling you right, the Shel- Shelton and Dolph, if they were done being used on screen, which they shouldn't have been because both of them were still very talented in ring, those two ring to me as like, send them to performance center, like let them be coaches, let them teach people because they're both really good at what they do. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. And even Elias, like you could send Elias back there to do like specifically promo stuff. I mean, he was good in the ring too, but promos were like his bread and butter. Like there, there's definitely other places where these people could have, and very well may get rehired into certain other positions if they just can't be used as wrestlers for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. I don't, I don't get it. What do you think Shelton will go next? I don't know. Dude. I genuinely Damn. don't know. He, I think, he, yeah. He could go I literally mean, anywhere. I mean, if you if you only watch WWE for the past you know ten years or whatever, you wouldn't know this. But like Shelton Benjamin's like a name that people care about. Yeah. So he could go anywhere. He I could, could see him in New Japan. Could, I could see him. Yeah, in, he could do like a impact. really good like one really good match in Japan and his career's like boosted you know 10 times better than it has been in his last WWE run. I mean, the exception to that was uh the Hurt business, which the reason I'm so mad about Shelton being let go is ever since the Hurt business broke up, everyone's been saying put the Hurt Business back together. And their response to that is to let Shelton Benjamin go. Yeah. Well, they also stuck Private Party with uh, Bobby Lashley in a not Hurt Business, Hurt Business. Private Party. Street Profits, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I thought about the better ones for a second. Wait, you think... What? uh, Yeah, because they don't have an Angelo Dawkins. No, No, (laughs) Angelo Dawkins is great! Come on! Oh yeah, so yeah, he's great. <laughs> Montez get, Montez is, be, is the best of the four, like by a lot. But Angela drags him down. No, I, I, if you've seen him recently, he's putting, he's tearing it up. 
He's I'll say Dawkins is getting a lot better. Meatloaf. Dawkins Dawkins (laughs) for a long time was like the guy where it's just like you know every every team has like a Tucker, they're genetic and a Tucker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Um, where it's just like, okay, Otis is the reason people watch this team, and then Tucker, oh man, he he's gone. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, um, Dawkins has been getting better. The problem is Montez Ford is so good that he could beat Seth for his title like he could. next week, and no and one should. would be surprised. Yeah. Um. So that's 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 the problem with um. The, I mean, they're a great team together. Um, and Dawkins is improving, but it's just Ford is so beyond him that if they ever decide to make Ford go solo, which he should, but that would suck for Dawkins because then Dawkins is up a creek without a paddle, I think. I mean, what do you guys think about the married couple of, or off engage. married couple, engage Emma and uh, Riddick Moss? Riddick Moss. I think it's I, uh, really awful they that they engaged. both got released at the same time. Uh, I hope that they turn up someplace soon. Emma will presumably just go back to Impact because that's where she was before this and she had made a name for herself and honestly, in hindsight, probably should have just stayed there. Riddick Moss, I don't know, man. Like, he's fine. I don't think he's anybody's, like, favorite, but he could go to Impact too and probably do fine because their their roster's full of a bunch of people who are, like, high B tier and I think he could fit in there. I'll I'll say Riddick Moss the way he moves in the ring is really fast. So I can see him in new Japan. New Japan? Yeah. I could, but I wouldn't, I don't think that him, he would, he would go to the other side of the country. If Emma went to impact. And I think that she's for sure going to impact is my thing. I yeah. guess she could also go to new Japan, I guess, but like impact just feels right for her. Cause she's already been such a big name there. Yeah. On uh Twitter, Emma, before she was released, she was Her excited about, yeah, yeah, she was excited about Elimination chamber coming to Australia. Australia. And then thirty minutes later, like, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going there. Whoops. But, but yeah, uh, yeah. that's Go ahead. that's really. I mean, it's the most WWE thing. They had you know Emma, and then they changed Emma, and then it ruined Emma, and then they got rid of Emma, and then Tennille Dashwood became her own thing, and she like worked on it and. She became great in Impact, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we want that. They brought her back, immediately didn't do a single thing with her, and then they fired her again. It's like, like the Cody Rhodes story at two times speed. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Oh, it's, yeah. It's... Oh, boy. Um, the, uh, the one that surprised me the most, he was supposed to have a North American title match coming up in, I think, next week at No Mercy NXT. It was Mustafa Ali. Yeah, that one didn't surprise me as much because didn't he want to be released semi recently? Uh, asking for his release, I yeah. think he was joking. No, I don't think he was no, joking. Absolutely, he was not joking. <laughs> so what it what it was is he wanted out because they had him in this bullshit position, and then WWE doing uh, that kind of evil thing that they tend to do is they're like, "Well, we fire people who want to stay, but if you yeah. ask to leave, you're on lockdown. And you're stuck, forever. dude." Because if you want to leave, that means you want to go somewhere, and we will not be having that. Gotcha. Um, so he kind of just has spent the last like what two, three years in this position of 
mid card doing nothing losing constantly mm-hmm. um trying to make the best out of whatever he can pitch ideas they get shot down every time yeah and then i mean you you got to think that him being released is like a relief at this point right i would say because he's been he's not he's not doing oh he's not doing like what he wanted to do it was his uh character voice how he was supposed different. to be like a spokesman ish ish but it wasn't going that way how different would his career in WWE had been if it weren't for Kofi Mania? Oh man, if oh, he wasn't, yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, if he wasn't injured, he would have been at least, I think, at least IC champion or maybe WWE champion. You never know. Yeah, of course, not that they treated Kofi particularly great after he won that either. But he was WWE champion at the end. Yeah, for like a couple That's months. That's true. It's yeah. We- it's well, WWE has a rule. If we have a black world champion, we got to call Brock Lesnar. Brock's yeah. got to come in here and put the boot to him. That's the, that's the saying. But what do you guys think is next for him? I think it's AEW. I can see that. I, the reason that I, I specifically think AEW for him, because I do generally prefer AEW, so I, I try not to be like, oh, everyone's going over there because it's great. What a great place. Because like mm-hmm. also they have their fair share of problems. Um, I guess slightly less now that CM Punk is you know dead to us but uh apparently brian danielson uh, was like really high on mustafa ali at one point after their match uh that they had back in god it would have been years ago at this point when they uh, they were both in wwe uh and right. since, since he's like really high up in the the social structure of AEW, like he's he's the person who Tony Khan told his dad that if anything happens to him, he should put Brian Danielson in charge of <laughs> AEW. Uh, so he definitely has like a certain amount of control. So if he's like, hey, this dude's a free agent and I think he's great, I think it makes a lot of sense for him to go over there. I think he would do well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see him being TNT champion pretty fast. I oh. I don't know. I I don't disagree entirely, but I also, in my mind, kind of see it as a thing where uh, if Ali went to um aw it'd be that thing where he'd show up it'd be a pretty big pop everyone would be like oh shit this guy's here that's awesome and then like nothing kind of happens with it. like kind of that an andrade thing you know mm-hmm. or or i can um, see that kind of what happened to ruby soho like when ruby soho showed up everyone's like oh she's like next woman's ruby, champion ruby, and she has yet so to win she should have been honestly yeah well it's that it's that thing where it's like oh we're gonna, are we in a year from now? Are we going to be looking back and being like, "Oh, Ali should have been TNT champion, but he hasn't done anything yet"? Uh, yeah, I'm genuinely shocked that Ruby hasn't had at least the mid card title uh, of the women's division yet. Um, because I mean, the AEW women's division has gotten a lot better, but it's still not like amazing. And I think she's definitely at the top. Like, I'm surprised that she's not. I'm just surprised around the board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no one can forget the match with Mustafa Ali versus uh, Buddy Murphy Matthews at 205 Live. Do you guys remember that? Are you asking me if I watched 205 Live? Yeah, I never. Do you remember watching that match? No. Was it on 205 Live? It was, but it was one of his. It was one of his great matches. But no, I did not watch it. I would, if, it if it didn't happen in the Cruiserweight Classic, I didn't see it. I would recommend. Searching up that match. It's a bro, great match. Bro, you are one of like the four people in the world that watch 205 Live every week. 
I. Yeah. You and the people who which, hadn't left which, the arena which, yet. That's before another they hour over. of wrestling. How you? I don't understand you. Well, two hundred five doesn't exist anymore. But do you watch main event? Is there a way to watch main event? Um, I think it's on Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu. Oh, okay. I but but but, but if I can segue, there's no reason to watch main event anymore now that Dana Brooke is gone. The main event, the main event. Dana Brooke. I will say this about Dana Brooke. Um, when she went to NXT this past year, she, I thought she would like you know get over, but mm, the yeah. fans were booing her. Mm. It that's rough, buddy. Because here's the thing: from everything we know about her, is like she really tried. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she was the um, crap. Who was the wrestler who was all read everything? Uh, Eva Marie. Eva Marie. She oh. was like in that same camp of Eva Marie, where she she got hired not because of her talent, and then she was not trained to become a wrestler. They were just like, oh, she's hot. Put her on the main roster or whatever. Um. But the difference between her and Eva Marie was that it always felt like Dana was at least trying to get better. And to her credit, I think she did improve. I don't think she ever, I guess I haven't seen her wrestle in a long time. So hell, maybe she did get good. But uh, at least the last couple of times I saw her, she was still not like amazing. But she, I, was, always, she yeah. was always around, you know, like you could always mm-hmm. count on her as, as like a, a lower tier version of Natty. You know, you always knew that she could be there and she could put on a match. Yeah. I uh, remember uh, when I was on, I went to Raw, I think it was like a few years ago, and she had a dark match with someone, I forgot, but I remember clapping when she was on a uh, uh, on a lock. I was clapping to, for her to get up, and she got up, and I got everyone uh, to clap for Dana yeah. Brooke. So I thought there's something there, but uh, she was with the company for 10 years. That's a really weird story. Yeah. <laughs> That's my only Dana Brooke story. I was clapping for Dana Brooke. Well, good job, bro. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Skyler, there's one guy you don't like. It's uh, Flop. Oh. Flop Dalla. Flop Dalla. To my, oh. my More like Dalla. Petty Cash, am I right? Oh. oh, I did not care for Top Dalla. Did not care for Top Dalla. Um, I hate to as, see him fired, as, though. Uh, yeah, get well, that out there. Yeah, I'm. It's not um, me saying like, "Oh, good, I'm glad he's gone." No, I would never say that about anyone except for Nia Jax. Um, yeah. Well. Um. No. Uh, I kind of thought his, you know, the whole gimmick was kind of cringe. Didn't didn't really like it. Um, I didn't think he was very good. <laughs> Whoa, this is this is not good. This is not going well. Yeah. Sorry. That's that's I okay. was really surprised when they brought back because they the thing about Top Dollar is they had already fired him once. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was surprised was, that they brought Hit Row back. Allegedly, Hit Row, it was it was Triple H that was like, "We need Hit Row." Yeah, it was like, "We need Hit Row. We can't get Swerve." Oh crap! Well, um, mm, ooh, there we yeah. go. Yeah, that's exactly what, we need Hit Row, and then they bring in Hit Row. Where's Swerve? Like, Literally three points there, and like, they're all like Hit Row's already standing there. Like, oh well. <laughs> I guess welcome back. I'm genuinely confused what they think they're going to do with like B-Fab and fourth one, uh, whose name I cannot even remember. Uh, Ashante. If you say so. Oh, Ashante, sure. Uh, Hey, I thought that was what Ginger Mahal said. No, that's Shanti. Shanti, yeah. Because it's like, are they just going to become the people who 
show up to do a squash match? Like, is that is that their future? Because if uh, that's the case, and I was one of either one of them who are presumably more talented than they will ever get to show for the rest of their career in WWE, if I had to guess, uh, I would just ask for my contract to be. Uh, yeah. Where do you guys think Top Doll and Dana Brooke will go? McDonald's. Dana Brooke Impact. <laughs> Dana Brooke is a name, and uh-huh. I think that's all Impact needs is a name. Sure. Uh, so well, I can see her going can there. She, can she use that name? Impact. Impact's knockouts division is really weak. Like, I'm sorry to the five Impact fans listening right now, but their their women's division is really really weak. There's like a couple of there's there are stars in there. Deanna Perazzo's phenomenal. I think Gail Kim is still around, although I don't think she wrestles. Uh, well, uh, their 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 two biggest ones are Mickey James and and Trinity right now, and yeah, Deanna Perazzo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like outside of that, it's a bunch of people where it's like, who who are these? people mm-hmm. and honestly hold on <laughs> i i'm scrolling through it now a lot of them are other people who were released earlier by wwe <laughs> oh. so that's that well that's been the running joke for tna impact for since its conception yeah is you yeah. get fired from wwe you go to impact uh oh or apparently if you get released from AEW, because kylan king's in here too oh so well pretty, pretty cool for them so Danny Brooke, Impact, and about see, top, that's the only place I could see her going. And then Top Dollar? I told you, McDonald's. <laughs> top, oh, man. Okay, Top Dollar. <sighs> I, I don't see I'm him say, going anywhere. I'm going to say Japan. Oh, I, think okay. if he, I think if he has a chance to get over, it's in a place like, where people can't understand what he's saying. Like on vacation? No. <laughs> like, I think, I think if he goes over... The, not necessarily <laughs> New Japan, but like... Um, what are the smaller ones like Dragon Gate or something? I could see him going over there and being like, "I'm the big guy, and I'm gonna do the big guy things." Yeah, like I think, I, I think that's oh, his best shot. No, no way, no, 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 no. Uh, NWA. Oh, so oh, you know what? We, did, oh. we just lost Tyrus, right? We need another big guy that can't wrestle. Oh, I, here's the thing: forgot NWA existed, so yeah, that's thanks, perfect. Thanks perfect. Corrigan of the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Anyone listening who doesn't know that the the NWA is owned by the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. Let me see if I'm ruining it. The NW does NWA right. even have like an official roster? Like, do they hire people or do they pay them by match? They have a roster. I'm gonna have to try. Is it, I'm not gonna pretend to know how it works, but they have a roster. Isn't EC3 there? Yeah, well, he's their champion. Oh, yes. He's um, he's, he's the like, NWA world. I think control your narrative might have hurt my career, and everyone was like, "No, really? Let's, yeah, let's not talk about you know that's a whole other podcast. Is control your narrative? Let's that doesn't still exist that. though, right? Like that? Died. No, uh, not currently. No. But but it's something we can never let the world forget. Okay, I found uh, an unofficial roster of NWA. It's not great. Not great. <laughs> well. uh uh, the maximum male models, also Monsoor and Maze, all were also released. I think they could have done a lot more with them because I don't know if you guys watch, guys watch um, Up Up Down Down on YouTube. Uh, they're pretty entertain- entertaining. Yeah, they're I, really funny. They've been on Twitch a lot since they have been released, and they've just kind of been like hanging out. Uh, they're really talented people. Yeah, we. we I want to see them do stuff. Daniel and I have been uh, kind of fans of Brennan Williams, who is Mace. We've yeah. been fans of him for a while, and 
It was kind of that thing, like, oh, the Sultan of Sid. Is Brennan Williams Shogun on NXT Shogun. yet? Is Brennan Williams on NXT yet? Is Brennan Williams? Oh, there he is. He's here. He is. And then they, <laughs> then they like hot shot him onto. Remember, he was on like Raw commentary. He was, yeah, yeah. for like a week. Like he, he got, was there yeah. so briefly. It well, it was brief in the grand scheme of things, but it was a couple months. And then, really? and then I think Brock put him through a table. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's and then he joined Retribution. Retribution. Yeah, which definitely helped everybody he, involved. He posted a picture of Retribution after he was uh, released. And he was like, oh, it really, it really worked out for some of us. And he he like point because it was them all in their masks still. Yeah. And he pointed arrows at some of them. And he was like, this one was CM Punk. And this <laughs> one, it was like, oh. <laughs> um yeah, he was before he was like on NXT television. He was like doing this gimmick on like in house shows or whatever. He was so over. Everyone in that crowd loved him. Yeah. And it was kind of this moment of like, oh man, is he gonna be like a big thing? He should have been. And uh I he could well, he, he didn't even need to be a big thing. He just needed to be a thing. Yeah. Like whether or not you liked maximum male models or whatever they've been doing the past couple, you know, months before. Yeah, I didn't, but it was funny. Like even if you liked it, uh, it it never reached the level of it was never as over as like even the fashion files. Remember Breezango? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, and they didn't, but they never even really got behind fashion files. WWE. Well, they like, never they, they never held gold or anything. But yeah, um, they did funny stuff. Uh, the new funny group is pretty deadly. Oh yeah, but that one feels like almost exploitative. Mm. I, I said that weird exploitative, uh, where like the joke is, "Hey, these guys are flamboyant." It, it like it feels very Vince McMahon booking. Yeah, and British. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think, Mansoor and Mace will go? Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, Twitch I, feels uh, like I mean they're going to be on Twitch for sure. I I I honestly don't. I mean, obviously, if they want to wrestle, they want to. You know, uh, Mansoor, he recently said, like, right after his release, he was like, hey, just so y'all know, the reason I was never on TV was oh, because part of my Saudi Arabia contract deal is that I'm not allowed to lose. Yeah, he was never allowed to lose <laughs> yes. on NXT TV. And so they couldn't yeah. really use him for anything because they're like, well, you're also not good enough to be champion, I guess. Yeah. It's like, yeah, what do we do uh, with this guy? Put him on an undefeated streak? No. No. I mean, he, like he was still undefeated. Streak. He's yeah, undefeated. I mean technically, and he will remain to be undefeated. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, Brendan Williams is like a VTuber, also. He is. So yeah. like, it doesn't. Like I said, if they want to wrestle, they'll they'll make it happen because they're pretty good. Um, yeah, but, but I don't think they need to. I think they have a fan base. They have an online fan base. Yeah, I think if it's just a money thing, then I think they're all right. You know, for now. Yeah, I mean, they'd, they'd be fine just with their Twitch stuff. Like, they're pretty big on Twitch. But I will say, if I have to pick, like, a wrestling promotion specifically, I'm going to say specifically Ring of Honor. I think they would be both really good over in Ring of Honor. Um, it's a place where they can still sort of be tested to see, like, hey, are these people great on TV? Because we never really got to find that out. Like, they were they were never taken seriously in WWE, either of them. Um so that would be a good place to figure out whether or not that should change. Uh, and then if they are, then maybe they can come over to AEW and I can get see Brennan Williams do a big do a big sit and everyone will cheer. 
you know, <laughs> just because you're released from WWE, you can still be on Up Up Down Down, can't you? Yeah, I mean, you can because like Tyler Breeze is on there. there. Yeah, yeah. So but I think I think there's some weird thing where like because Adam Cole's not allowed on there, I don't think anymore because he works at AEW. Yeah, I could yeah. see. Yeah, Tyler Breeze is not with the. Com- he's just doing indie stuff. He's yeah, not with he's- like a big company. Yeah, they could probably say some. I don't know. Uh, what about uh, Daba Kato or Commander Aziz and Shanky? Um, I don't know. So uh, Shanky was one of the people who they hired during that time, where they're like, "We're going to make a push into India," and then I guess they gave up on that. No, they Did went they to India. Like- well, yeah, they but did, like they did they fired just... half the people who they hired for that reason, or I think they maybe did. even all of them at this point. Well, they they must have learned that. I mean, there must be something in the in the data that says, uh, you know, like the the Indian fans, the Indian market. Yeah, they they don't just root for people because they're Indian. Yeah, and not I like think Saudi they Arabia. learned that from Jinder Mahal's title reign. <laughs> like they look like yeah. everyone in India loves the great Kali because sure. he's huge and he's been around and, ginormous. But like, uh, I don't know. No, they didn't really care about Jinder Mahal. I no one was really getting behind any of yeah. these other. Well, because that was the thing is they is they hired all of these Indian wrestlers. They did like a a, a tryout over there. Then yeah. they hot shotted them onto TV, and none of them were ready for it, like at all, even close. A lot of them were bad. They almost all of them were bad. Um, like the one that was good was Mansoor, and I mean he's gone too. Well, he's so. from Saudi. That's different. He's Saudi. Yeah, but I think didn't he get hired in that same like wave though? No, no. That was that was so did. their first ever. I think it was who the was greatest... the handsome one then. It was distinctly uh, a handsome one. Well, I can tell you that Mansoor was uh, the the greatest Royal Rumble, right? I think it was. It was oh, either yeah, the greatest yeah. Royal Rumble or the second show they did over there, where uh, they were like, "And look, we just signed these four Saudi Arabian guys, and they're going to be our guys." And then the only one they ever pretended to do anything with was Mansoor. Those other guys, I think they shot as soon as they got on backstage. They shot and killed them. Because they disappeared. They, because uh, for the Indian ones, the only ones I remember were Shanky and other big guy whose name I forgot, and then uh, the, the girl who was in the um, the May Young Classic and was also in the uh, not May Young. Wait, well, no, they did end up switching it to the May Young cut. Like she never Rumble, made right? it to the main. She never made it to the main roster. She was only on that classic and then that Rumble. Well, she was yeah. She was in that Rumble at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, and they, she did the one bit where they were like, "We're NXT," and everyone was like, "Who's that one?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I can see Shanky going to freaking a- N- NWA with uh, Top Dollar. No, so when you, when you said bad. when you said Shanky and Commander Aziz, yeah, my, my first thought was like, remember when the Authors of Pain disappeared? Oh, apparently they're coming back. Allegedly. 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 No, they they Office of Pain got released. AOP. AOP. They got they got released. You remember that then... time you saw them? Yeah, in a in a shopping mall. Oh. Tell was... wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. tell us it wasn't that like story. a meme read or anything. Um well okay. So Daniel just referred to it as the time I saw the Office of Pain. Whenever I tell the story, I refer to it as the time I saw Paul Ellering, because I think that's more fun. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, it was the 2017 Royal Rumble. It was in San Antonio, and uh, I went. And um, the the stadium is like right on the Riverwalk, and there's a mall on the Riverwalk, right? Yeah. So uh, we uh, we were just tooling around in the mall before the show started, and um, we were going down the escalator, and I looked to my left, and then going up the escalator. Uh, next to us is um, the Authors of Pain and Paul Ellering. And I'm just like, where are they going? They're going to get an Orange Julius or something. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say hi or anything? No, Paul Ellering's scary. Yeah, uh, he's bold. He had that little puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Did, um, he have it? Did he have it with him? I, not, I didn't see it, but it doesn't mean it wasn't there. It was there in spirit. Uh... Uh, yeah, because uh, the NXT TakeOver was the night before, and uh, Authors of Pain were on it. I'm trying to think. I remember the main event of that NXT show was um, Bobby Roode beat Shinsuke Nakamura for Ooh, the title. Crazy. Right. Back when Bobby Roode was cool. He's always cool. Uh, where is he now, huh? Yeah. Did, well, I, honestly, he, does he, he still work? For WWE? He, he's a producer now. Yeah, he's a backstage producer to be oh, fair. Okay. That, all right. Um cool for him. Well, uh there's one guy I did not mention on the list. Uh it just came out recently. Is uh WWE released Matthew or Matt Riddle. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, no, I don't Whatever, man. <laughs> I remember really liking him when he was in NXT, and then they yeah. brought him up, and they were like, he's just going to be a stoner for a while. And then that didn't work, and then it came around to me caring a little bit, and it just it just never worked for me, and I guess it never worked for them either. Um, it, it, it worked when he was with uh, Randy Orton. They were selling sh- uh, shirts, like, yeah, being yeah, up yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it, it, that was one kinda, of those things where it was over, but I just didn't care about it. Kind, gotcha. kind of the same for me. Um, he He went to NXT. And it was like, dang, this guy's pretty good. And uh, and he was, you know, funny. He has this character. Uh, him teaming with Pete Dunne. Oh, yes. was really funny and good. Um, and it's just like, all right, yeah, I can get behind this guy. Then they bring a main roster. And, and it's not the kind of thing where we didn't get behind him because, like, WWE did it wrong. I feel like I kind of like lost traction with him because he's kind of an asshole. Right? Yeah, apparently. Like, um, there, there's that fucking um, that interview with uh, with uh, um, what's his name, Dana White. Yeah, where he's like shouting on NBC or whatever it is, Fox or something. I don't remember what it is, but I think it's FS1. He was shouting on FS1. He was like. He was like, this dumb idiot couldn't go 30 days without smoking marijuana to pass a goddamn drug test. Yeah. Like, like you, you need to take three drug tests a year and you fail all three of them. Have fun finding a real job where you need to take more drug tests. Yeah. Well, which is the one reason I could say he wouldn't go back to you. Well, I, I guess also because it's the same company now. They wouldn't rehire him across the street. No. no um, I don't. Uh... I see him in AEW. Oh, I don't. Well, unfortunately, I see that too. 
Um, I think Matt Riddle is a big enough name that Tony Khan would go for it, but regret it. Yeah. Not, not unlike re- CM Punk. <laughs> if Tony Khan went for it, I would think it would probably be because it, it, he was in NXT at the same time that like NXT was really hot. And it's been very clear from other people he's hired that uh, Tony Khan was really big at uh, really big on what I'm going to call the good years of NXT, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. which is yeah. basically everything up until uh, Samojo was the last NXT champion. And then nothing happened after that. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say as soon as NXT became NXT 2.0, I've never watched a single episode. Sure. I've watched a couple and it's not worth it. Like, go ahead and continue not. Well, it's not called 2.0. It's just NXT now. But, yeah, but I'll it's, still, it's the same thing. I'll say this. It's good now. Yeah, but you but you like a lot of stuff. You're just no. like a happy guy who likes things. I recently watched Expendables 4. And you loved it. It was trash. All right. Do do your uh do your check his letterbox. Let me see what his thing is. Yeah, he he gave it two stars on letterbox. Already checked. Ah uh, damn. Um, uh, do your sly impression. I'll do that at the end of the episode. But I don't forget. No, but I want to say, um, Matt Riddle. Um, again, I'm being an asshole about Matt Riddle, you know, even though allegedly he's an asshole too. Allegedly, uh, and and he caused a big fuss at the airport. But uh, yeah, he he he. He can be very good, like he's a good wrestler. Um, yeah, and and it's been proven multiple times, like we said with Orton and with Pete Dunne, that you team with the right guy, you have a very good odd couple routine going. But I just think like his personal troubles, he's not a guy worth messing with. Um, I, I would be all right being completely done with with matt riddle i'll say my most memorable moment for matthew riddle is where he messed up his lines on monday night raw with oscar and he just uh scooted scooted away why are all your memorable and oscar looked all confused yeah i remember that (laughs) why are all your memorable moments moments in which the character was was doing poorly (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's what that's what i remember uh sorry because that's what he connects with (laughs) oh hey are you talking about the Jets again? And that that's oh, not bringing that up. Oh no! I, that's that's where the whole circle you, goes. You, you said that. that was... All right, let, let, me, let's not, let me not go there. But uh, yeah, any final thoughts on this uh, recent cuts? That the full list? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, there's other people on here, but I don't know that we'll have much to say about them. Like um, Aaliyah was let go. She w- was one of those wrestlers who, again, just like never got a chance to really do anything. Yeah, um, she was you talented know, enough. Well, but she so just like never really got whatever anything. the consensus on Aaliyah was that she wasn't very good, but in recent like years she was showing improvement. But that's yeah, she was not... like good. At... It's weird. She she has the uh, record for the shortest match in WWE history, which is three seventeen seconds. Yeah, and look, no one can take that from her. So nope, not even uh, Eric Rowan. And then there were a bunch of like NXT people that me and Sky don't know, but maybe you can talk about like Quincy Elliott or Bryson Montana. So or... Quincy Elliott, he's an NXT guy. Uh, there's he's also like another flamboyant character, and I don't think the crowd was behind him. Um, and who was the other guy? Uh, Bryson Montana. I'm just reading the list. I don't know who these people are. Oh yeah, that I do not know. 
Uh, what about you, Lisa Leon? She was part of like she was part of a tag team. Um, what was but, her tag uh, partner? Did she also get let go? Was it no, Alexis she, Gray or Brooklyn Barlow? Because those are the other two on here. No, that, that was not her. She it was an it was like another Hispanic um, partner. But uh, yeah, she was also talented as well. She was also Brazilian, a uh, wrestler. Oh, so I do yeah. see uh, the last one at the very bottom of this list is Ikemanjiro, who I remember yeah. when they hired, they mm-hmm. were like really excited about having hired him, and then. I mean, I didn't watch NXT, so I couldn't tell you if they did nothing he, with him. But... He, he wrestled with the jacket. He was called Jacket Man. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not a good sign when his claim to fame is wrestled in a jacket. Uh, so <laughs> No, that's his thing. Um, he was with the... What's his face? The, the guy. The other, the other Japanese guy. He had a tag team. Uh, he was a tag oh, team Kushida? with him. Yes. Well, Kushida, Kushida left forever ago. He did, yeah, he did. But uh, yeah, he was also doing nothing this past year as well. Uh, but yeah, th- that was the list. Um, yeah, any other thoughts? Well, just to wrap it up, I'll say, even though that I dogged on a couple of these guys. Top dog. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, womp womp. It, it sucks to see anybody lose their job. Yeah. Um, it, it's such a bummer that this can just happen. And and especially, I mean, not not to say especially one person over another, but we were talking earlier about like, oh, we're surprised that like they didn't offer Shelton like some sort of backstage. Oh yeah, like a producer thing, um, yeah. But like, I I'm curious, is that how? Do you think that they go? I don't think that they go to to anybody and be like, oh, Shelton. We're doing cuts. We don't want you as talent anymore. Would you be interested in backstage stuff? And then Shelton's like, no, I want to wrestle. And then they're like, well, then you're gone. I think yeah. they just send out the email and say, by the way, you're done. Honestly. And then, and then if they decide they need yeah, to well, I assume people who are making back. the cuts, unfortunately, are probably not the ones who are in charge of creative. In fact, we know for a fact that they aren't because Mustafa Ali had a, a match scheduled for a pay-per-view like soon, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was next um, week. So I think these are just Nick Khan cuts where he, I mean, mm. we saw from all of his previous cuts where he's just like, this person's numbers don't add up. Like the amount that we're spending on them versus the amount that we get from having them don't add up. So they're gone. Uh, and like, that's cold, that's cold business. And I guess I understand why he's doing it. But at the same time, it's like, Hey man, yeah. some of these people could have definitely, some of these people were worth more than what you were using them for. Definitely. It is a, the wrestling business. That's how it is. But I feel like it's like they just pick names out of a hat. Yeah. Well, the other scary thing about this is that uh, these cuts aren't done. Like yeah. reports yeah. have been saying how, I mean, and we're not going to speculate on who's next or whatever, but Nia Jax. Uh, she just came back. <laughs> um, but like for all we know, like Matt Riddle was the most recent one to my knowledge that was announced. Yeah, and uh, he's also arguably the biggest name on the list, especially in recent times. So yes. it's like, like literally, like who's next? Yeah, well, like, so the Matt Riddle thing is, is weird. The fact that it wasn't part of the group; it was by itself. It, it almost and again, don't want to speculate. Yeah, but it it seems like the kind of thing where like, I don't know, was it even was it even related? Was it was that a budget cut? Or it was just like, all right, buddy, we're done with you. Get out of here. 
I think it's I, that. Somebody said. I, I think it was a little bit of both. I think somebody, they used it as an excuse. I, I don't. I don't want to throw out a random quote and say, "Oh, someone said it," but I don't remember who said it. Um, someone on social media said that uh, Riddle being let go was um, like he burnt too many bridges and it was just like we're done with this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he's a. Uh... I want to say he's like CM Punk caliber, but he has some problems. He has issues with pretty much anything. It, but from all the cuts that they've done, and and I'll have this be my last point on this. I think from all the cuts that they've done over the last like year or two, they've really they've they've set themselves in a in a bad place. I feel where there's a very clear line between these are the people who are going to win and do things. And these are the people who are going to lose to those people and allow them to do those things. Like they, their middle ground no longer exists. They yeah. have a, a, an S tier and a D tier and nothing in between. And, uh, that makes their, their matches like a lot of the times pretty boring. Um, because unless it's two of the S-listers, like unless it's Cody going up against Roman or something, it's like, okay, well, I know exactly how this is going to go. And most of the time, we're not even going to let that person look good in the process. Yeah. Yeah, that, sometimes that's the case. I think the uh, business reality yeah, so- is making the, the creative reality worse by so the what, week. What, what you're saying, part of what you're saying right now is like, Part of the reason why I haven't been watching WWE television for like a long time, like like I watch pay per views and I keep up on like all the news and whatever. But as far as like watching like Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, I don't bother because, um, like, when's the last time you watched Monday Night Raw that you were like, oh, this match will be good and we'll have a finish and the finish could go either way. Uh, like, like it was. There was something recent uh, with, Gun- with Gunter and Chad Gable for the oh, IC Championship. Yes, yes. So Gunther is the exception, not the rule. So what I was going to say is part of what Daniel is saying about like mm-hmm. y- you have your top stars and you have everyone else is like there is no mid card, which is why, which is why every time we talk about the U.S. title, I have to be like, who the fuck even has that right now? It's Rey Mysterio. Yeah, it's Rey. yeah. But but um, but it's just like why like the U.S. title seems like it doesn't really matter right now, and and the only reason the IC title seems like it matters is because Gunther's had it for so long and he's breaking records. He he is the longest reigning IC champion. He broke yeah. Honky Tonk Man. And he deserves it. He's cool. Yeah. But, um, but to my point of uh, just, they're, like, the mid-card is, is dead. You know, it's you have a couple of guys that can be be mid and and like they can do a main event or they can open the show or whatever you know but for the most part it's it's your your main acts which right now would be like Rollins, Reigns, Judgment Day um Jay Uso yeah Jay, Jay Uso's big right now Cody is still pretty big LA Knight yeah LA Knight's coming up LA Knight, okay, LA Knight is big in terms of popularity, but he's not really doing much. LA like, he, Knight like he's not going to have, will he's not taking Seth's title anytime the soon. The 2024 Royal Rumble. I mean, it's I, possible. I, I can see, see that. Yeah. Also. Yeah. 
And we'll face Seth Rollins for the title. Yeah. If Seth still has it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was the episode. But uh, I do have other news. Uh, oh. SmackDown uh, is ending with Fox Channel next year, and they're going to go to the USA Network. While Monday Night Raw and NXT is going to get out of it, USA Network. And uh, uh, what do you think is? Yeah, I think you mean just Raw because it was apparently not going to be on Monday anymore. Is it? That's what the Cultaholic boys were talking about the other day. That's going to be weird. That'd be yeah. crazy. But uh, what? Where you guys think Raw or NXT will go next? Uh, well, ba- do you mean what? in terms of like what channel it's going to go to? Because I have no idea, dude. Either What's channel the- or streaming. The the talk was NBC, so I don't know if they're gonna like do Peacock or, or some. Uh, well, like, the like... the new the news report says Monday Night Raw and NXT would not be on uh, the NBC universe. Really? Yeah. So, at, uh, there's one report or rumor report that says Amazon might take both of them. So um... it wouldn't be on weekly television at all. It would just be new episodes I'm... showing up on Amazon. I mean, it'll be, um, you know how, so Thursday Night Football has Prime, yeah. and they do it, like, every Thursday night, so it'll be yeah. kind of like that type of programming. Okay, but you realize that I don't watch football, and I, I don't know I, what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, Abra. Thank you. Yes. They uh, do show live sports. Right, so they show them on TV. Well, but that still means that a channel, would, if they're still showing them on TV, then a channel would still have to, like, know, would still have to be able to show them, right? Like, you're saying that there wouldn't be on cable. No. But they would do it live on one of the streaming services, like Hulu yes. or YouTube TV. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I get there's, that. that there, there, yeah, Thursday Night Football does that for yeah. Prime. No, I yeah. get that. And uh, and maybe it shouldn't. <laughs> they probably shouldn't. I mean, yeah. I'm, old, I'm old school. I love watching my wrestling on, you know, cable. Well, yeah. to... to talking about thursday night football um maybe i'm talking out of my ass here but isn't viewership down because it's on prime i don't know all all your old heads like 60 year old people who want to watch you know minnesota vikings they don't know how to fucking log into amazon prime my uh... my my odyssey to switch my family over from my parents over from cable to just having like a hulu live tv situation yeah was an absolute nightmare. And to this day, to this day, it's been like three years. If the internet at their house starts getting a little wonky and the picture gets a little fuzzy, my dad will text me and be like, I can't believe you made us do this. And I was like, I didn't make you do shit, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we have uh, to get with the times. Well, people are just not good with tech. Uh, well, another cool thing that came out of this is that I don't know if you were going to bring up, but so because they're, they're switching networks and they're moving where all the shows are around. And they were saying that some of their shows are not in primetime right now. And so one of them apparently is going to be moved to Wednesday again, whether that's Raw or SmackDown or NXT. So we're getting our Wednesday Night Wars back. I can totally see them doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the, the Wednesday Night Wars are coming back. I, I, it's possible that because what the other AEW shows are on Friday, Saturday, right? It's, uh, Rampage is Friday, Collision is Saturday. No, they're just going to match them on every single day. I, I mean, I <laughs> doubt it, but it's possible that we might have two separate matchups. Like, they might put something on Friday. Uh, that'd so be that crazy. Would be, that'd be really funny. Uh, 
if it's NXT, they will not do well. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. But that we have to worry about that next year, around October, September. You know, I yeah, bet be I bet NXT could stand a chance against Collision or maybe Rampage. I don't know, dude. I'm scrolling through their roster right now. It looks like a high school yearbook. These people are just like nobodies. Well, they're, and they're, Becky. <laughs> to, I don't think Collision and Rampage have the best numbers as far as like viewership. Uh, they did. Me. They did when CM Punk was there. Well, uh, uh, I, I I would be willing to bet. Maybe not Rampage, but I'd be willing to bet the Collision had better numbers than NXT. I don't know. Because I genuinely don't know anyone who watches NXT other than Abrar, and he also watches Collision. I watch everything. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well, for that, uh, the last thing here is I did promise an impression. Oh, no. So uh, I did recently, or a few hours ago, I just watched Expendables 4. And uh, that movie was trash but there was a famous quote in that movie you guys ready as ready as i'll ever be all right so uh here's sylvester stallone impression you're welcome that's all you got for me is you're welcome that's the whole that's it that's it you know what to be fair a lot of your impressions are just like screams so i'll take it that's probably the best impression I've heard from you so far. On this really? Podcast. Wait, you didn't like my William Butcher impression? I didn't hear it, but I don't think I want to. No, you heard it. No, oh. you, you were here. You were here? You remember? So I guess it was earlier today? <laughs> no, it was... Uh, Can I also ask you who William Butcher is? Oh, about, yes, yes. Billy Butcher. Oh, Billy from... Butcher. Yeah, no one else. Yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah, I'm sorry. You just didn't use the character's name, so I didn't know what you were talking about. He did the same thing last time. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm remembering this. So it's coming back to me like a nightmare. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh, guys, uh, Skylar, where, they can fi- where, they can they- where can they find you? Why are you always asking me this? I'm never going to answer it. All right. Well, Daniel, where they can't find you? You can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee or at my YouTube channel of Daniel McGee. Very nice. Very nice. Don't, don't look for me anywhere else. You won't find me. You know, I, like, I like how in your other episodes with people that aren't us, that they also don't answer that question. Yeah, I, they want to promote it. Promote it. Uh, don't bother me. But you can find this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, hopefully it'll be everywhere else. But as right now, it's just those two platforms. Abrar. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off. I don't, you just I don't, did. I, don't, oh, I just did. <laughs> uh, if, if they've listened this far, um, like an hour and a half into this, us talk about random <laughs> wrestling crap. Yep, yep, yep. Haven't they already found the podcast? <laughs> you would you hope know, so. You know, I, I hope so. But you never know. People might Are skip you... around, you know. I mean, are you like expanding the podcast on other other platforms or something? Uh, Y'all found know. us. You know where we are. You never know. We could be. We could be Stitcher. We could be at um, what's another platform? iHeartRadio. You never know. But we're not on iHeartRadio. <laughs> you never know. Soon, but, but I yeah. don't believe you. Well, till then, Sayonara. I don't. Know, I don't know how to end this. How do you end this? I'm sorry, Top Dollar. Dang, yeah. Shout out to Top Dollar. Um, 
Shout out to Top Dollar. Shout out to Petty Cash. The best uh, Tope Suicida in the business. Flop Dollar. Damn. Yeah. Bing bong.